Welcome to episode number 53 of Just Go Grind, a show that focuses on helping you launch and grow a business and navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. I'm Justin Gordon, your host, and in this episode, we have John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs who are truly on fire, and he's done over a 2,000 episodes. He has a million listens a month, seven figures of annual revenue, and he's just getting started. In this episode, John shares a variety of tips, tactics, strategies for not only growing a podcast, but also a business. As I mentioned, he has a seven-figure business off of podcasting, and at one point, he did years of daily podcasting, which is just incredible. As always, the show notes are at justgogrind.com slash podcast. If you head over to Apple Podcasts, whether it be iTunes, you can subscribe and leave a rating and review. This does help more people find the show. And the show is also on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, even YouTube. So check it out across all different platforms. And also, the brand new Just Go Grind Facebook community is at facebook.com slash groups slash just go grind free to join just hop over to the community to get behind the scenes of the podcast and connect with other aspiring entrepreneurs successful entrepreneurs people who are running companies trying to launch and grow things just head on over there join the group definitely worth your time and without further ado here is john lee dumas from entrepreneurs on fire john welcome to the show Justin, I'm fired up to be here. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, excited to have you on. And of course, with 2,000 plus episodes, which is just insane amount of episodes that you've put out already, I'm curious, if you were starting a podcast today, what are some of the few things you would do to get that off the ground? I would micro niche my face off. If I launched a podcast interviewing successful entrepreneurs, I would fail. But if I launched a very micro niche podcast on, let's just say, the best micro brew beers in the state of Maine, I have a good chance of winning. Now, whatever your definition of winning is, of course, you can talk about that, but that's where it has to be. You have to be in an area where you're going to win. You're not going to win in the crowded, vague, broad space of podcasting. You're going to win when you niche down, niche down again, niche till it hurts. And then you find your topic and you launch and you crush it. Love it. I think that's so incredibly important. And obviously putting out so many episodes like you've done as well. Like what are some of those systems that have allowed you to do that? Well, I love batching. Batching for me is a critical part of being able to do a daily podcast for 2,000 days in a row. I always say the month and a half ahead of schedule. So that was 45 episodes, quote unquote, in the can. And how did I do that? Well, I used to schedule 15 interviews on the first Monday and 15 interviews on the first Tuesday of every single month. That's how I scheduled. That's how I operated. And those two days were not easy. I can't say they were always fun, but they were my Super Bowl every month. And I woke up and I crushed it. And then I spent the rest of the month being able to grow other parts of my business and relax and chill and do all the other things that a human being wants to do. So that was what allowed me to win, not just over the course of a month or a year, but for now, seven years. Yes. And seven years. That is incredible. Obviously, now you're living in Puerto Rico and you want to spend the time not just interviewing people, but building your business. And I'm sure just enjoying life that you work so hard to build yeah. to this point. Sounds good. And 
Yeah. And, you know, with those 2000 plus episodes as well, like how have you built a community around your podcast? It's one of the things I'm kind of curious about as I'm building my own podcast here. I'm always trying to engage with my community. When they send me an email and they send me a DM, when anything kind of correspondence wise happens, I always love to respond personally and thank them first for being a listener, but then ask them questions like, Hey, how'd you find out about the show? Or, Hey, what do you like about the show? Or, Hey, random question, but you know, please be honest because I like it. Like, what don't you like about the show? Or, hey, what are you as an individual, as a listener of my show struggling with right now? So I won't ask every person all of those questions, but I'll ask random people those random questions and the feedback that I get. Like, it keeps my finger on the pulse of what Fire Nation is up to, what they want, what they need, what they're doing. And that is critical. And that has been a huge uh, factor of my success. Yeah. And I'm curious too, with that, John, how has that evolved over time? Like from the beginning to now, like what did that initially look like versus now how much you're engaging? Obviously, as it's grown so much. Yeah. You know, I'd say that I engage as much as I used to engage just with a lot lower percentage of people because the amount of people that have been engaged has gone way up and I still ping out and reach out to the same amount of people. But again, that's just a lot lower percentage. So, you know, where maybe before I could do 50 to 75% of people that reached out to me, I could engage them in some way, shape or form, you know, now it might be five to 10%, but you know, I'm still putting in the work. Is that batched as well? Or like, when do you actually do that? I'm curious from a scheduling perspective. Yeah, it's pretty much kind of batched throughout the day. So like, I'll have a couple of periods throughout the day where it'll kind of be like my Instagram DM time or my Facebook message time or this or that. Like I usually have a morning, I call it the internet sweep and an evening internet sweep. And that's kind of the two times I'll take care of those things. Love it. And then obviously with interviewing so many different successful entrepreneurs, I'm curious as to what are some of those you know commonalities or things you see repeatedly from these guests? It's just that they know how to win and they know how to win because they're productive every single day. They're disciplined every single day. They're focused every single day. Now, productive, that is productivity. That is producing the right content. That's what they're doing. There's a lot of people out there who aren't successful and they're productive, but they're producing the wrong content. So they're not getting anywhere. They're spinning their wheels. And then discipline. People who are succeeding are disciplined. They are creating a plan of action and they are a disciple to executing that plan. And then there's those that are focused as well, following one course until success. They're not distracted by the bright, shiny object syndrome. You know, those weapons of mass distraction are not sinking their ship. They won't let it. They are focused, their eyes on the prize, and they keep it there. Yeah. And to that point, I'm curious with you personally, like how much are you actually stepping back from the business, thinking more high level versus being in the business and, you know, executing? It continues to shift more and more towards the high level thinking. So as Day one may have rolled around where I was 100, like day to day, zero kind of big picture thinking. And then it went to 99 to one and so on and so forth. You know, I'm probably now like at the 90 of the other side of the spectrum where big picture thinking and 10% in the day to day. Yeah. I, I imagine that's how it has to evolve, you know, over time, especially as you're thinking, what's the next thing I want to do moving forward to actually have growth. And to that point too, like with the team, what's the team currently look like? I know you used to be at Originally, it's like two virtual assistants, but what's that team kind of look like now? It's the same, actually. So it's myself and Kate, and then we have two virtual assistants in the Philippines and one in Pakistan. And we have a couple independent contractors, like for design and for web development and stuff and stuff like that. But that's the team, lean, mean machine. And it's definitely the reason why for 68 months in a row, 
we haven't just grossed, but we've netted six figures in revenue. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. And obviously, yeah, hard work pays off. And I remember hearing a lot about how you got started. I think it was like on Pat Flynn's podcast, hearing more about actually how you got started. And I've been listening to your show for years now and obviously just continuing to grow over time. And I'm curious too, like what have been kind of the biggest challenges as you've progressed from you know, those first few episodes to now, you know, over 2,100 episodes? What have been those biggest challenges for you? Staying challenged as a host. And that's one reason why a year ago, I actually made the big shift from doing a daily show, which I did for 2,000 episodes in a row, 2,000 days in a row, five and a half years straight to a twice a week show where it was what I call audio masterclasses where the episodes are much longer now, much more in depth and they're on the guests sharing their area of expertise. So that was a shift. And actually this coming April, which will be the one year anniversary of this, I'm shifting again and I'm actually kind of going back a little bit where now I'm going to be doing three days per week. I'm kicking the quantity back up a notch from two days a week, which has been for a year, to three days per week. And I'm excited for that. And it's going to be a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule where on Fridays, it's going to kind of be like a little topical JLD rant. Like I'm going to do some different things and some cool things and have some fun with that. And how have you decided to make those shifts, those changes? Because I've obviously, I've gone from one episode a week to now two episodes a week. I'm curious on how you decide that quantity and what you want to do with it. By engaging with my audience, asking them what they want, what they like, what they don't like, what their struggles are, and then also listening to myself and saying, hey, what do I want? What's going to push my envelope? What's going to make me a better host, a better interviewer, a better podcaster, a better human being? Love it. And what is that kind of mindset you think it takes to succeed in business as you've done so far? Patience. You need patience because nothing happens overnight. Nobody is an overnight success. Everybody's an overnight success. 10 years in the making. So if you are willing to have patience and you're going to add to that patience a little dash of consistency and perseverance, then you're going to win at some level. And I'm not saying what level you're going to win at, but you're going to win. Yeah, exactly. And obviously interviewed so many different people. And one of my favorite entrepreneurs is Tim Ferriss. I'm curious on how that interview came about for you. For me, it was just being opportunistic, waiting for the right time. And I launched my podcast, built my audience. And then I saw that Tim was launching a book. And I said, hey, he's in promotion mode. And I reached out to him and said, I have an audience. You have a book for my audience. Let's bring you on the show and let's promote that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a great episode as well. I actually just re-listened to it this morning just to get the reminder for some like things in there. Like the first time I interviewed him? Yeah, the first time. Yeah. Oh my God. I haven't listened to that forever. I bet I was so bad. <laughs> no, it, it was good. I think you've already, it was like episode 70 or 90 or something. No, like. he was good. But I wasn't good till I was like in the episode four to 600. Yeah. To that point of like being good at podcasting, like how have you progressed in terms of how do you learn how to get better at it? Is it just sort of like doing it? Like what have you done to progress as a host? You put in the reps. Exactly. Just like everything in life, you put in the reps. Anything you want to get better at, you put in the reps. Now, of course, if you want to get better at tennis, you better play flipping tennis. But guess what? If you also have a mentor mentoring you, you're going to have a lot faster learning curve for sure. So combining those two things, make it happen. But the key ingredients will always be putting in the reps. Of course. And I know early on you had uh, Jamie Tardy was a mentor of yours and also another mastermind, I believe. But today, like, what does that look like in terms of your learning, your progression? Are you in still high-level mastermind groups? Like, What does it look like today? Yeah. Masterminds, mentors, for me, it's always important to surround myself with people to keep pushing myself, opening myself up to new ideas, experiences, etc. Like That's key. That's where I want to be. Awesome. And for any aspiring entrepreneurs, people trying to start something, 
what other advice or suggestions or you know kind of final words would you say to them? You better be in a mastermind, meaning there needs to be two to three other people besides yourself who you know, who you like, who you trust, who you respect, who are getting together every single week. And once every four weeks, if there's say four people in the group, you're on the hot seat for 45 minutes and you are telling people your struggles, your obstacles, your challenges, and you are having them help you through those things. And then you're all setting goals every single week and you're all holding each other accountable to those goals every single week. That's critical. If you're starting out and you're getting going, you have to find that mastermind. And the best part, it's free because it's just your peers. It's people who are in a similar situation to you. Make that happen. Don't let it grow too big because then you're not going to get enough personal time there. But it is critical to have that mastermind in place. Key. Yeah. And you obviously built this seven-figure business now. So what is the vision for you know Entrepreneur on Fire moving forward? Honestly, more of the same. I mean, it's just working right now. And, you know, I want to continue to challenge myself as a human being, as an entrepreneur, as a podcast host, all of these things. But sometimes you're just going to make hay while the sun is shining. And the sun is absolutely shining right now. I'm living in Puerto Rico. And because of that, I'm only paying 4% total tax. So life is pretty good right now. I'm getting to keep the money that I make. And I'm making a lot of money. So I'm just going to kind of keep this going for a little bit because I'm having a fun time. Love it. Well-deserved because you've put in the work. And real quick, one of the last things I want to touch on is health and fitness. How has that evolved for you? I know you've been a little bit more focused on that recently now. How has that gone for you now? More than a little, a lot. It's been a constant evolution for me for really my whole life. But you know, mostly the past five to six years, I've just continued to just turn up the volume on my self-care. And I've really taken it to the next level in 2019. And luckily, because you know, I'm getting old. We all are. And the thing is, is that I need to make sure that self-care is a huge priority in my life so that I can keep enjoying life for what it is and I can find a way to spend all my money. Yeah. And what does that routine look like for you right now in terms of health, fitness type of stuff? Well, I have a massive morning routine. It's 90 minutes every single day, which includes a three-mile walk, which also includes rebounding and skin brushing and et cetera, et cetera. And then I'm doing green smoothies and I'm hydrating the right way. I'm taking supplements. I'm meditating. I'm journaling. I'm taking time for myself. I'm also doing some business book reading. And then in the evening, I have a virtual trainer four days a week where I'm hitting the weights and getting after that really hard. And then I'm going for another walk in the evening to kind of calm everything down after the day. And I'm eating healthy. I'm eating you know, mostly vegetables, some proteins and some macros and some carbs and all those things and a lot of fats and uh, just having fun. That's awesome, man. And you said business books. What are some of those books you've been reading recently? I have been reading Clockwork by Michael Michalowicz. That's a new book that followed his Profit First book. And it's an incredible read. Awesome, man. Well, JLD, thank you so much for the time today. Everyone check out eofire.com, of course. Thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just Go Grind. As always, the show notes are over at justgogrind.com slash podcast. And you can support the show over at patreon.com slash justgogrind. And please, please leave a rating and review over on iTunes. It does help more people find the show. Hope you enjoy this episode. Have a great day.